Hello, happy March, and Andy, happy birthday month, Chill. you Dang. old ass. Now, we're when we get this old, we don't celebrate the whole month, just the day. And I just wanted to give you a little shout out, because it, it's your month, you know, it's your birthday. Anyway. These weeks. March is elite, real quick. Elite. We're in March. March is pretty elite. Um, although, rest in peace of baseball. Oh, yes. That will not be happening this month. RIP to you baseball fans. Sorry your games got canceled. Uh, but March March Madness, NBA uh, teams are fighting for playoff seeds. Uh, NFL Combine. Uh, St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day, great holiday. Great holiday. One of the best. Uh, my birthday. Mm. Um, and a lot of people's spring breaks. Oh, and spring break, like March and spring, and the time, and uh, the time. Yes, we're changing time. That as well. We're Damn. springing forward. March is one, probably second to Chris, uh, December, Christmas, uh, tomato. Well, yeah, uh, December is Christmas. March has to be up there. It's got to be. Yeah, now that you all laid that all out, I agree. I used to think February was a lead. But February. The Daytona fuck? 500, Super Bowl, <laughs> Valentine's Day, my birthday. You get that President's Day holiday. St. Augustine still waiting for you to lit. name something good. All right, fuck me. Go March. Um, these weeks in between these podcasts, man, they're starting to feel like months. Well, sometimes they are. Speaking of. <laughs> I, did, I just did a whole four-day golf tournament this past week, and it feels like it's been forever since I've been sitting here in front of this mic. Well, we haven't seen you guys since Russia dropped its first missile Jeez. in Ukraine. Cray. Yeah. Or, that was, that was or we haven't seen you since Wednesday. That was Yes, that was Wednesday. So that hasn't even been a week. It will be once this is uploaded. But in bigger news than that, the Jacksonville Jaguars are playing the Las Vegas Raiders to open the 2022 NFL season in the NFL Hall of Fame game in Canton, August 4th. Heard it's bigger and better. They're putting a lot of money into that city. When I went a few years ago, there was a lot of construction being done. So it's a, it, they're trying to make it a destination destination now. So And they're bringing the Jaguars in there. So there's, there's, they, mean, they mean business. They mean business as the Jaguars are about to enshrine their first player in franchise history. So... This is a big deal for us, big deal for Jags Nation, and we're here to take over the fucking league. Chill, we don't do intros anymore, remember? We don't do intros anymore. Well, I liked that. That was good. <laughs> but uh, speaking of the Hall of Fame game, I think we already got odds on them. Oh, we do. We do. Give it to me. The Raiders are a three and a half early point favorite okay. for some reason. Okay, three and a half favorite. Not that bad. Not that bad. Who you got winning this game? Well, well, I think if C.J. Beathard is out there playing a great game, I think he'll overtake whoever the hell is the third, fourth string for the Raiders. So, okay, it's going to be a Jags victory on a beautiful weekend for. The I wonder franchise. if Trevor played. I've I've never watched this game because it's they never play their players, but I they wonder, don't. I wonder who we're going to just roll. Just is Trevor just going to be on the sideline? I don't know. Because when I went in 2018, Bears were playing. Allen Robinson was dressed, but he was on the sideline just chilling. So it is a preseason game, and your starters don't really play, guys. So that means we get five preseason games. No. What are we, what are we at now? They're doing three, three again this year, or is they going back to four? No, three. I think they're still doing three, which means we'll have four. Yeah. So we'll have a regular schedule of preseason games again. Yay. Uh, are we going? 
Um, do you want to announce that you're thinking about going? Is that an announcement? Are we are we not thinking about going? Uh, it's up to you. How's it up to me? Isn't there like a whole ordeal in the works? I mean, we're trying. We're trying to go expense-free. I'll say it like that. Like no money out of our pocket expense-free to Canton. Because I, I figured Drew would want to go because after that news was released, all the Jags fans on Twitter were like, who's coming with me? Who's coming yeah. to Canton? Uh, what day is that usually played on? The game's on a Thursday night. Thanks. And then the enshrinement is on a Saturday. So then there's that little Friday in between of just partying. And the same guy who threw the draft party in Cleveland this past year is going to be out there as well. I understand we have the NFL draft. That's in April. That's months before this. But this would be a nice little preseason party. You know, we had so much fun in Cleveland before it all went to shit. So this I, is Canton, though. So I, I know, but I feel like. How close is it? It's about an hour and change. Yeah, you know, Uber, Uber ride for downtown Cleveland. Go yeah. out. Yeah. Strip clubs. I, I I think before our hearts get ripped out again, we could just have some fun in Canton. You got to take advantage of the moments that will be pure. And that will be pure before everything goes to shit. I hate when, um, where did the, uh, where did the Hall of Fame game combo go? What's in there? You just went on top of it with your Jags notes. What the fuck? Hall of Fame game? I don't see it. What the fuck? Oh, there it is. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I hate that when the preseason football starts, when someone who doesn't really watch or pay attention to the NFL or football, they'll ask you, like, hey, who are the Jags playing this weekend? In a preseason game, you'll tell them. And do you think they'll win? I don't care. Mm. And then afterward, the same kind of people will say, did the Jags win last night? Oh, fuck. No. Oh, man. It's okay. I don't fucking care. It doesn't matter. Or if they win, they're like, oh, okay. I'll be like, it's, it's, please chill. Has this happened a lot? Yes. It happens all the time. People that don't pay attention to the football, they'll ask and they'll think that it matters who wins and loses in preseason. They'll say, hey, the Jags win. How are the Jags doing? What's their record? I don't. Doesn't matter, man. <laughs> doesn't matter. That's why. That's why I don't like. I don't like preseason. Well, as you guys probably know or don't know, it's pretty expensive to go out to Canton because it's one of those destinations where something happens there only once a year. Like Daytona. Wow. I guess you're right. <laughs> Bike week in the five hundred. I don't think people flying in for <laughs> Bike Week. Where <laughs> they can put their bike. The the bike bars. Uh, but, but yeah, on the plane, the flights right now, I looked, they're 400 plus. Fucking hell. But like everything's going up right now, obviously. Oh, yeah. Gas. Everything is going gas up. Gas right prices. Now. And here's our, our political segment. Supplements going up. Flight prices going up. Supplements. Like, like protein powder. Russia. Russia got on the <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't just Russia bit. This like, shit was happening before Russia started dropping shit on Ukraine. But usually it takes. Less than a hundred dollar bill to get one way up to Ohio. Right mm-hmm. now they're they're taxing. It's like one seventeen now. I've noticed. I've been checking. But this far out, flights are already four hundred thirty bucks. Hotels are outrageous. Pretty much all sold out. But if you guys are looking to go, if you Jags fans are looking to go, you might want to venture to the Airbnb route. It's going to be your best bet, most likely. And even 
maybe stay in the outskirts of Canton because there's nothing in Canton. Been once. We stayed an hour away from the city and then drove in every day. But you're I was not, with, I was with, I was really... I was with my dad though, and he knows somebody that lives close to Canton, so we stayed with them. That's the only reason I did that. But if you, if you plan on going, figure out that lodging situation because it's going to be crazy. So far, you have not talked me into going to Canton to watch Tony Baselli get inducted. <laughs> you weren't hype, huh? I was hype. Oh, but you just don't care to see it in person. But with um, the unless, the unless flight, it's paid for, unless it's paid for, yeah. Possibly. Right. We, we were. If you get an all expense paid trip to Canton, yes, I haven't, you're going. I haven't been on a flight since we went to Rams Jags. It's been a minute. I'm sure you don't miss it. I, I do. I miss I miss a little travel. I miss. I don't miss putting the mask on for eight hours. Mm, yes. That sucks. That sucks so much. Yes. I don't miss. Uh, what do I, I don't miss TSA. <laughs> I don't miss taking my shoes oh, off. Oh, I have pre check now. Oh, congratulations. Thank I you. saw that. Yes. It so what great. does that mean? I don't take my shoes off. Oh, I wow. don't take my laptop out of my bag, and the line's usually shorter. No. I took it for the first time back, coming back home from Fort Lauderdale, and there was one person ahead of me. And then the main TSA line was a line. So my first use out of it, great investment. So they, how did they prove that you're not a terrorist? Well, you have a long application form that you have to fill out. And then there's a background check they do on their end. Then you have to go in for a brief interview. Whoa. But it wasn't even an interview. I thought it was going to be like asking me questions and shit. But all he did was verify my contact information, ask my employment. And then I filled in my arrest on the application because it asked for it. Mm. So he asked me about my arrest. But he looked it up and it wasn't in there. It wasn't in the system because I got it expunged. So that didn't Good matter. Word. And I got my known traveler number. Now I just wait for my card in the mail, but I don't even have to use the card to travel. I just put in my known traveler number when I book a flight and I will say TSA pre-check on my boarding pass on the border, but pretty easy process, but it took forever for them to approve my application. It took like three months until I did that tweet. I guess someone from the government followed me because right when I tweeted that shit, I got conditionally approved. Well, it appears TSA standards are low. So if you're looking to get <laughs> pre-checked, they are welcoming, um, any and all felons. Apparently. Yes, they are. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, flying. I can't wait to fly again. I guess the next time I fly will be to draft the draft at the end of April. <laughs> we haven't booked that yet either, and that's next month. No, I'm 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 uh, flight watching, mm. flight price watching. Same, but that that's gonna be so much fun. I'll drop whatever. Oh, well. <laughs> you call my bluff. All right, let me get Delta out here. Delta.com, real quick. Four hundred. I'll drop whatever. <laughs> Jokes. Yeah. Well, the, from what we hear, now that it's a Jaguars board, Jaguars podcast, we can dive deeper into this stuff. I'm wondering, like, would the draft be more fun than Canton? 100%. Vegas versus Ohio. I don't know. Oh, my God. You were joking. Ohio kind of yeah, lit. Were, Ohio been kind of lit lately. You're trolling me. <laughs> I don't even know why I fell for that. Would it be more lit? The draft, we have first pick. We got that all include. We got that same guy throwing the part. That's not confirmed yet. Uh, it's gonna be confirmed. Yeah, I'm sure. It will. Get Ebrio. <laughs> get Ebrio on it. Uh, but yeah, if you guys, Jaguars fans, if you wanted to go to the draft last year, you couldn't, and you're thinking about this year, must go. It's gonna be, from all accounts of what we're hearing right now, one of the biggest parties that you will ever go to. 
And last year was insane. We had all you could drink. Last year was insane, and we were in Cleveland. Yeah. All you can drink, all you can, and then the all you could drink was beer, wine, liquor. It, tell us, tell what happened when you wanted, uh, what did you want? Crown? You want something oh, they didn't have? Yeah, I wanted something that they didn't have in stock. So they went and got it. <laughs> and they went to the store, <laughs> the bar manager, I guess the, the guy who's throwing this party, um, Nick. Nick. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. He paid very uh, handsomely. Handsomely. So the man bar manager, when they were when they didn't have the liquor that Eric wanted, <laughs> went to the store and got it and made him the drink that he wanted. Yeah, it was. I believe it was Crown Apple. Yeah, I think so. I was back. I was back in my Crown Apple drinking days. I would get Crown Apple cranberry. That was always my go to. I don't know what happened. I guess the season happened and my body fell apart. But maybe maybe we'll get back to those days. But right now, I'm I'm kind of just wine and tequila right now. But God, those God. were those were great days. I, it wasn't even a year ago, but Bro, I miss it. I miss that trip so much. I'm Hotel, trying to rank my favorite trip. My, Hotel was kind of stuffy. That was, but oh. it's, it adds to the charm. I mean, like it was it was it was a little sick that Andy was sleeping on the pullout couch with the sheets. <laughs> yeah. But we made it work. That bed was something. <laughs> I'm trying to like rank our our Jags trips from last year. And there's only like three. Well, no, hold on. Let's unless you let's mean unless you mean the home games we went to as well with the people. Uh, I think I'll I'll count it if we had people in like the Texans one. But yeah, that was, that was but I don't think a, we I don't sad. think a, I don't think a, a home trip will count. Uh, Cleveland, I guess there were three. Houston and LA. LA. Yeah, uh, I think. I know because you know you go to the Jaguars game and they lose. It kind of puts a damper on it. I would say Cleveland's that has like because we just moved into our apartment in Jacksonville. We just moved here, and it was like night one or something. And we're literally like, we we were, we moved in the same week as the draft. And then we're like, all right, well, we got to record a pod real quick, and then we're going to Cleveland in like three hours. That was that was amazing. Then the Jags party. I've never been to Cleveland before. Uh, that day two when we when we left. When we left right after our pick to go uh, bar hopping. Yeah. We went to the German bar. Take me back. <laughs> German bar for the round two of the draft. Or round three, four, whatever. Watch us take um, uh, Tyson Campbell. Tyson Campbell. <laughs> and me say, who's that? Now he's, a, now he's great. Yeah, but, we really had pick one and then pick, what, 24 something? No. We had the first pick. Wait. Then we have the last pick in the first round. No, or we the had, first pick in the. No, no. we had, we had Trevor, Etienne, and Campbell, like three picks in the top thirty-three. They better, oh, yeah. they better all pan. If they all pan out, then we're, that's that's good. Oh, but the Jacksonville fran- the Jacksonville franchise is fucking sick. Oh, because we got emails after it was announced that Jaguars were going to be in this Hall of Fame game. Got an email that Jag season ticket members. Get exclusive access to a pre-sale to that game beginning Wednesday, tomorrow, 10 a.m. Before anybody else. And that's how they're trying to get people to get back into this season ticket grind. That's just one of their tactics. But if you're telling me, so it's to the can't the Hall of Fame game? Yeah. If you're telling me that. You know, you know that's going to draw some people in. They're going to get some people back from that little incentive. 
Doom, Duval Doom. <laughs> they got his ass. They ain't getting me. Not with the Hall of Fame game. I'll pay full price if it means I'm not, I don't have to buy season tickets. It's funny because in that email, in one of the season ticket emails, they have uh, little options for you to choose. Like, about to renew, thinking about it. I'm not renewing, shit like that. And I'm Ooh, just, did you pick? I didn't pick. I just I put it on our story on Instagram and I was like, are we renewing? <laughs> it was like 55% think we are 45 think we're not so a little even there but well right now I just want to let you know the plan the plan is for me anyway I'm not renewing and I will go game by game I mean I'm not gonna miss a game so I'm not fake I'm not gonna miss a game I didn't miss a game this year despite oh what a terrible year that was but it's in the past um it's hard for me to believe that you will make it to every game this season why you didn't miss a single game last year? No, no home games? I made more games than you did. Mm. I didn't miss a game. Did I? No, I didn't. Uh, I missed Titans here. <sighs> you you did hold that down for me. Yeah. Mm. I left early. <laughs> I left at half. Yeah, that's that's what Andy will do. He'll go, but he, he's out. He's out of there. Once that shit starts going south. <laughs> if I'm not there, he for damn sure out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised I went to that game, to be honest. We must have been on a stretch of away games, and I was, like, hungry for a, a party. Yeah, but uh, Canton, I guess Canton is pending, but we'll definitely be in Vegas uh, to get obliterated, I guess. That's when, <laughs> that's when my fast ends, <sighs> my, my eating fast. I lost the drinking thing. I had some this week. I didn't splurge, but I had a glass of wine on Friday night with dinner, maybe three, and then I had a couple dark and stormies, but I spilled one. Oh, that's fine. On the last day of the Honda Classic, I had one dark and stormy, and I spilled the other. So that was God spilling that. He was holding your hand, and he spilled it. Was so technically, we don't have to count those because wine is <sighs> wine is revitalizing, and dark and stormy one drink mm. tasted like candy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in other Jaguars news to Jaguars today announced that they're putting a hold on their executive vice president search. So Great. if you recall, <laughs> so if you recall in Shotcon's press conference, when they introduced, when he introduced Doug Peterson, he did say that they are on a search for an executive, an EVP who would oversee football operations. They even filed with the league, um, to which I didn't know you had to do. They filed with the league requesting um, that they are able to add a EVP position. But since then, apparently in the building, Shad Khan has been and he's apparently been in the building every day and he's been observing and he's decided himself that they do not need an EVP. And I'm just trying I tried so hard to come up with an analogy for this, but I couldn't. It's just so funny that so here we are. Here, let me let me read a statement. Shah Khan said today, I'm I'm pausing the consideration of introducing an executive vice president of football. In just over three weeks, Doug Peterson has instilled a structured and disciplined approach that is clearly making a difference in our culture and mindset. Three weeks. I feel we're best served at this time by allowing Doug, Trent, and their assistants to take ownership of our path forward. We will continue to explore the addition of personnel to other areas. Uh, explore the addition of personnel to other areas of football operations to provide everyone the best chance to win. 
So if you're hoping for an EVP as a Jags fan, unfortunately, the issue is right now, we don't have an EVP, which means we don't have a level-headed person in charge of everything to add an EVP. It's like, what comes first, chicken or the egg? Well, neither if uh, no one builds a farm. Don't know if that analogy works, but I've been working on that all day. <laughs> we'll take it. Um, Shot Khan, like, we know that he needs help. He needs someone. It'd be best if someone was overseeing this, this project. He's been the owner for 10 years. We've been shit. Uh, and the fact that he, like... Do we trust him to make decisions? No, we don't trust him. Great guy. Great guy. Loves the city, investing in the city. But when it comes to football, we don't trust him. So for him to say, you know what? I'm observing things here. Like that's red flag number one that he's that he's looking around and he's like, um, actually, I don't think we need any EVP. No, that's not the point of the we, we need you to hire the EVP to make these decisions. Unfortunately, we can't get an EVP because the person making the decision about whether we're going to get an EVP is Shad Khan. So we'll never get an EVP if it's him making the decision because it's just such a funny situation that it's in. And I laughed when I, when I read the statement and heard the news because um, it's like we're, we need an EVP that we can trust to like that, that the GM and head coach can report to. Um, because Shot Khan, we can't trust him with with this with this operation anymore. But he decides that we don't need an EVP. It's just so funny, and there's the analogy will come to me about about why, like how this connects to to real life in some way. Um, I'll let you know if it does before the pod ends. But so is is Balky king of Duval? Because all of our efforts have fallen to the wayside, and nothing. He's won. He's yeah. He is he's won. He's he's been crowned. Yes. There's nothing more. There's no more hashtag fireballky. That I oh, no. I'm not doing that anymore. The people that the people that are replying to Jaguars tweets now saying fireballky. I'm like, come on, stop, please yeah. stop. It's you over. Won. It's please. over. It's been over. It's like it's like the stop. It's like the uh, stop the steal or whatever when when Trump lost the lost the election, trying trying to overturn it. It's over. It's not happening. Like after after the opening press conference with Doug Peterson, it was over. It's like. Balky just seemed like he had Shad Khan by the throat. I saw a tweet that said Balky's uh, <laughs> Trent Balky is next in line ahead of Tony Khan for <laughs> to own the Jaguars after Shad goes. Uh, and the question is like, so if we trust if we trust uh, Shad Khan here, he we trust his judgment. Uh, he he made this this decision. No EVP is made, and I and I can see that it. I can see that there is a chance. Taking Shotcon out of it, there is a chance that Doug Peterson came in and just took over. He's like, it's Doug Peterson, uh, Doug Peterson's team. It's his organization. Uh, he's won a Super Bowl. Who are we to bring someone else into the mix that's gonna like pour water on this oil? Is that the or pour oil on the water? Uh, pour pour add, add water to oil. Okay, oil to yeah. water. Why would we add something in here works. when? Doug Peterson, when Doug Peterson and Balky are, they're working and the communication's falling great. They're in, they're in sync. In, Everything's yeah. going good. Like, we don't need nobody else. They're boys. Everything's going good. It's been three weeks. Yeah, everything's fine. Why mix in someone else that's going to say, whoa, 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 let's stop this. Let's stop this here. Actually, can we go in this direction instead? I can see how that's that that's perfectly cool uh, in in a vacuum. 
Um, it's just that the Shah Khan element, the fact that he says that, uh, that the fact that it's coming from him is a little, a little iffy. Um, so you wonder, is Doug Peterson like this good that he's this impressive or is did bulky again, um, roadblock another, um, decision that would have decreased his, um, power at the helm of the organization. He reportedly was the reason Byron left, which wasn't hired. And now he could potentially be the reason that an executive vice president who would be above him wouldn't be hired. Um, and that certainly could sometime, some, somewhere down the line have resulted in him being fired. Um, so he does have some kind of motivation to have blocked that. Um, I don't know what it is. I'm leaning more toward, I know I, this probably isn't most popular thing to say, but I, I'm probably leaning more toward Doug Peterson being really good. I'm shocked. Um, I don't, I don't know if, I don't think as much more fun it is to pretend that Balky is with hissing in shot Khan's ear. Um, you're leaning that way based off these three weeks. You think it'd take three weeks for shot Khan to see Doug Peterson with Balky and be like, Oh wow, he's great. Uh, it's so early. Nothing's happened. Yeah, you're right. So. No, I don't know how. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, he. I can say Shotgun's easily could be easily influenced. I don't trust him making this decision. I think he's just such a nice guy that he's he sees things going very smoothly between the two, and he's like, okay, I finally got it right. Like I told the media in the press conference, he's like, this time I got it right, and he was very confident in that statement. Yeah, but did he? We'll see. We'll see. Once again, we'll wait and see. We'll go to the draft. We'll go to Canton. We'll go to the home opener. We'll start we'll going to, for. We'll go to all these games, and we'll be here in December, January of 2023 w- wondering what are we doing with our lives once again. And I hope I'm wrong, but if I'm not, that is a clip to bring back in 2023. Put, so, it, put your futures in. Future. So Trent Baalke spoke at the Combine today, and I'm, I'm definitely more interested in Trent Baalke's comments than Doug Peterson's. Um, everything, anything Doug Peterson says at this point is just coach speak. But Trent Baalke, while, yeah, some of his GM speak, and he's not going to reveal anything, even though they have the number one pick, um, I still am grasping for any, any redeeming qualities that Trent Baalke has. So... I do want to, and he never talks. So I do, I do want to tune into any of his press, any and all of his press conferences. So from Rocket Jaguar on Reddit, he laid out all of the takeaways from Balky's press conference, and I'll read them. And Eric, you can react, um, or we both can. Bullet number one says, when asked about edge defenders, so we're at number one. We're looking at Cave, uh, Kayvon, Kayvon, is it Kayvon? Kayvon, Kayvon, we have Kayvon, Thibodeau or Hutchinson. Um, and when Balky was asked about the edge defenders in this class, he said it's a very deep edge class, and he's confident about finding guys in the second, third, or later rounds. I have heard it's a very deep edge draft, so I know we're going to be looking for a tackle in the first round. So. Yeah, it's probably yeah, it's it's probably tackle one. I don't see see if he wanted 
if he wanted to, I don't think that, I don't think that means at all that he's like they have the first pick. He doesn't have to lie. He he could easily he could have said we're thinking we're confident about finding guys in the first, second, third, or later rounds. What's him saying the first round going to hurt if they take a like? If anything, that increases the odds that someone trades with wants to trade with you, so they can get one of the edge guys. So I, he may have said the like. There's no reason for him to lie on that. I don't. We might not be taking an edge rusher with that first pick. It might be Evan Neal. It, it will be. Second second bullet, he said uh, He said the process between him and Doug is collaborative effort. Uh, said him and Doug have been getting to know each other really well. They even went golfing together with the wives the other day. Oh, okay, that's, that's intimate. Maybe that's when Shot Khan <laughs> pulled the trigger on. Uh, Shot Khan saw a selfie with all of them and <laughs> said, we're good to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't have to pull out that checkbook for another uh, – for an EVP position. He also said that they feel good about the tight end room, but may look to add to it. Good. Who we uh, got? Arnold yeah. and Farrell? I can see Arnold with a full season and, and a full off season with Trevor being good. Uh, I, I still am hoping that we make a shot, a shot at Kasiki if he's ended up being a free agent. I see them tagging him. Tagging the tight end. Oh, uh, I think we tagged Mercedes Lewis a couple times. Uh, the team is very, still very high in LaVisca. He did say that he, they need to find more ways to get him the ball. Yes. Duh. Which <coughs> I agree, but LaVisca also has to find more ways to catch the ball. Well, uh, just take him out of the receiving role altogether. I think. Running back? Running back, receiver. I mean, yeah. Quarterback? Gadget, whatever. Like I, when I say that, I mean, I think I said that. I think I proposed this on Twitter. Someone did, and I and I agreed. Him in a Debo Samuel role, and every time you say that, people are like, "He's not as fast as Debo Samuel. He can't catch. He's not the receiver." I just mean like moving him around, like San Fran does. They have Debo out the out the backfield. They have him catching quick screens. Like I, yeah, Chenault's not as fast as him, but Chenault will make people miss. Yeah. Like Chanel is never tackled in the first with the first try. His broken tackle rating on Madden is ninety nine. Uh, is it? Yes. Dead ass. Or sure, you sure? Okay. <laughs> uh, it's probably not. Uh, Balky said that Etienne is ahead of schedule in his recovery and has taken the past year to transform his body. Okay, heard that before. That's GM speak to transform. me. Transform. Uh, Why well, he's optimist? <laughs> um, ahead of schedule. That's good because. We have two running backs that we that kind of have question marks going in. Great. With James Robinson and ETN, both coming off injury. Big injuries. Yeah. Fuck, I wish ETN did get injured. Um, he said the first overall pick is, quote, always open for business, but doesn't necessarily mean they will shop it. Um, since 2000, the year 2000. Why are you so gassy? <laughs> the tacos. Since the year 2000, um, I think... The first round pick has only been traded once or twice. Is that crazy? Yeah, it is. They have always stuck. Because if it's a bad draft, if it's a weak draft with no quarterbacks, then no one wants to trade up. If it's a good class with good quarterbacks, the team picking one overall likely needs a quarterback. Mm -hmm. Fuck! I wish this year that I know. I don't. I don't want to be too uh, too um, spoiled. Because I want to say, damn, why can't this class be loaded at quarterback so someone can trade with us? Because we were just spoiled 
having the first overall pick when Trevor was coming out. So it's like, how much can you really wish for? Uh, no, one, no one trading up to get Thibodeau. He did say that he doesn't view this draft as having a clear number one overall, a number one pick. Um, That's true. Da-da-da. So, Said this draft has good depth for O-line, edge, corner, wide receiver, which is good. We need all of those. <laughs> Said Doug Peterson is a natural leader, views him as the optimist, and views himself. Optimist? Um, optimist, prime. Yep. And views himself as a pessimist realist. I can see that for sure. Uh, and says they need to do a better job of protecting Trevor and getting guys around him that can make explosive plays. That was my favorite comment that he made because it – that along with uh, the thing he said off camera about them being aggressive in free agency, he said that, um, like Jaguars, we can't go on 12, 15 play drives every and, and expect to be successful. Like we need that player that can take a seven yard slant to the house, to the house. Like that will help Trevor big time. Like, we don't have that player. We did nowhere near that player last season. Mm. Like, when we beat the Colts, bro, how did we beat the Colts? We had no one that scared you. Marvin Jones, uh, James Robinson was out. Like, how? How did we put up 20-whatever? Four? Shit. Don't know. That should have blur now. Yeah. So. But him saying that shit is like, come on, Trent, duh. Like, obviously, we want to protect Trevor and get some explosive players. Well, I'm glad he didn't say that we just need to – I don't know. You're saying he's glad he didn't say some generic, you know, GM response. He's actually – That we've let – that he likes the people we have or whatever. We've got a great room around us. Yeah, but he's saying that, but, like, once that clock's ticking and it's your turn, don't choke. Don't choke. You got a big board of players. Do your fucking job. Because clock is ticking on my fandom. Chill. Finna start a new life. We just started this Jaguars podcast. <laughs> Come on, Doug. Doug and Trent, boy, if you're going to shot, if you're going to have me going into 2022 with Balky, we've been saying you got to get it right this time. How many more chances are we going to get? We've been here a decade, man, plus. Fuck. Would you take a wide receiver first overall? Like if you were GM and and you were anonymous, like no one could roast you. Would you take who would be the number one overall pick? Let me let's actually pull up a mock draft. Let me look at Daniel Jeremiah's. That's who I like the most. I'm saying no anyway. Chill. <laughs> Why? Because I the receiver position. I believe they're a dime a dozen. Is that mm. the is that the correct thing? Really? Even what we've been through these does, last does, five years? Does dime a dozen mean they're rare or they're frequent? <laughs> <laughs> uh, dime a dozen. Gonna look, uh, look it up. Good Shit. question. I've been hanging around the whites at the golf course too much. They're a dime a dozen. I think that means they're frequent. Dime a dozen. Very common and okay. Of no particular value. Wow. I was spot on. Well, how could you say that with what we've gone through and then like you see... The Chiefs, the Bengals, the Rams with Cup, Odell, Bengals with their stars, the Chiefs. Like, how can you say that? Because when you take that receiver number one, how the hell do you know he's going to be 
the star receiver that you're looking for. But how do you know Evan Neal is going to be the star offensive tackle that you're looking for? He doesn't have to catch the ball. He just has to block people. And if you're fucking 6'7", 350 pounds, you better be blocking motherfuckers. Well, what what about when we took uh, Luke Joko one overall? <laughs> like that, that was a safe pick. He was trash. So I guess the answer to your question is it's luck. Any draft pick is luck. So you're betting on finding a star offensive lineman one overall with a better chance Over of finding a, a star receiver? I think so. Okay. It looks like uh, in Daniel Jeremiah's latest mock draft, he has Drake London as his number one receiver. Who? Don't do that. <laughs> USC wide receiver. Don't know who the hell that is. USC you? wide receiver. Yes. I've been listening. I've been keeping up with the wide receivers in the draft this year because I know we're going to be on do the hunt. Do you know him from college or do you just know no, just from draft, from the draft mocks? Draft uh, right. conversation. Chris Olave. I know you know him. Oh, yeah, I know tearing him. Tearing your ass Boy, up. Boy, was tearing, tearing my booty hole up. up. Chill. He didn't tear us up. He scored, but he didn't tear us up. Sorry, you got me pissed. So would you take him number one overall? Would you take an Olave over in Equanu? Who? Equanu? Is that the offensive lineman? That's the NC State one that people keep talking about next to Evan that I haven't watched yet. Uh, No. Yeah, just – I just – when has the receiver gone one? Like, right – and like you, he's not Jamar Chase, and Jamar Chase wasn't even taken top. Well, what was it? It was oh, I guess he went right. He was the first pick after the quarterback. And right? do you think Jamar Chase's success is mostly due to his previous connection with Burrow? No. Yeah, do you think it has nothing to do with that? It is a little, but not as you think not he enough. Would, he'd be good. Yes. Anywhere. Yeah. See. Except the Jaguars. <laughs> God. Where are you going with this question? With the wide receiver question? Uh, I was just curious. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Not at all, buddy. Well, Give me the tackle and protect my man. We better go tackle wide receiver then. We need invest everything you can into helping Trevor develop. It's not about winning right now. It's about helping him develop mm-hmm. and winning. But give hopefully, a, you win in the meantime. Give me a speed guy. Give me a big guy. What about Jamison? Jamison Williams. Where would we pick him? I think he goes second round. Yeah, early second round, like us. If they he saying, can, if he couldn't play till like December, would you pick oh, him? Oh yeah, he got hurt, didn't he? Twenty CL or whatever. Shit. I mean, if he didn't, he'd be he'd probably be the first receiver off the board. Yeah, I man, it was good. That man was so fast. Bama just pumps him out, man. Well, or w- would you trade? Would you trade our second round pick for Amari Cooper? Yes. So the the first pick would, in the second round, you trade for Amari Cooper and his like big. He's a, he has a fat contract. Not that I think it matters because we have all the money. I will always say yes to proven people putting ourselves in a position to get somebody that 
has played well in the NFL already rather than having to guess if someone will be good. Yeah. Ever since I saw that that tweet that said uh, draft picks are cool until you put a name next to them, I've been for, like, the Rams way of doing things. Yeah. Let's so trade. Here our, you go. Give us everybody. Yeah. Trade a pick for people that you actually know are good. Because that second, that 33 overall pick looks nice, but once you attach a name like – Give me, give me some Caleb on Jason. Caleb on Jason to it. Chill. I, that clip we posted about that. Someone was like, "Hey, don't write him off yet." I, I am sorry. I'm impatient. Man has like two tackles in three years. I'm impatient. Two years, and you have you have literally no one to compete with on the defensive line for a spot. You got two tackles. That was at my event exaggeration. Two sacks. I, two sacks. Say, I think you meant two sacks. Yeah. So yeah, I would definitely take anybody. That's already in the NFL. That's even half decent for a second round pick. Give me Mike Williams for the second round pick. I don't know if you agree mm, with that. Well, he's a free agent, so no, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing that. You get him for free. Yeah, but my point being, the receiver already established in the NFL. Give me a, give me him for a draft pick. Because I didn't know who Lavisca was when we drafted him, and. You know, seeing his highlights and seeing what he could do, there was promise there. So I got excited. But now seeing him this past year, oh, my God. I was, like, on the LaVisca train ready for this season. Bro, like, after that after that De- Cowboys preseason game. <laughs> yeah, that one where he broke 17 tackles. When uh, Trevor had a drive, a scoring drive, where all he did was, like, feed Chanel. I was like, oh, my God, this man is going to eat this year. I feel like that game was just yesterday. And he was supposed to eat. So I I have not given up hope on him, obviously. I think he will get better. That's just me believing in him. I have not had that much faith in a Jags player ever. But LaVisca has the skill. Just somebody in that coaching room. Work with my mans. Because he could easily be a Cordell Patterson, a Debo, a Devin Hester. Shit, let him run kick returns back. It's not fast enough, but shit. Yeah, uh, no thanks. <laughs> uh, on to moment of silence. I got one right oh off the bat. Moment of silence for us, Dunn and Drew, because we got actually absolutely cooked in our, in the in our TikTok comments when we posted the clip from last week of us having Annie Agar in our moment of silence because she got canceled by Jaguars Twitter. I wonder if she's tweeted since. Excuse me. You. No, that was a chair. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I don't see her. Annie Agar? What the fuck is her Twitter? Imagine she blocked you. She saw the TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here, here we go. Here we go. She tweeted. Uh, so if you guys, uh, fuck, re- re- quick recap. She tweeted Jaguars joke. Jags fans were bored. Didn't like it. Pulled up old tweets of her. Uh, saying things that Fox News would uh, hire her on the spot for. <laughs> That's I shouldn't say that. Why do I, I watch Fox News? You Why, love Fox. I say that. You just, hate Tucker, though. To, but yeah. you should. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I say that because it's a funny joke. I, you guys don't take me seriously. Um, so she, she, she tweets uh, things. People pulling up tweets from like 2014. 
Um, and uh, and if you know 2014 Twitter, the oh, people were saying man. whatever the fuck they wanted. You could not get canceled. <laughs> so it looks like she's just been retweeting things. And she said, I want to keep a low profile. Oh, so this shit. blows over. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she's, she's pretty much been keeping a low profile. So anyway, when we roasted her on, well, we didn't really roast her. We like, we didn't know too much about the situation. We're just kind of like documenting the situation. Yeah. And people thought we were so butthurt on TikTok about her Jaguars joke and, and that you, we and, were the ones canceling her. And you and you loyal daddies know we don't actually give a single fuck. We're just here reporting the situation. So TikTok, unbeknownst to them, goes in on us. <laughs> so, yeah. So here's uh, here are the comments are pretty good. The top comment with 147 likes says, it's a funny joke. Jags fans are weak. What was her joke? She said, uh, "Here, first Sunday without football. Uh, so I guess we finally know what being a Jaguars fan feels like. Something, something, like something along those lines. Next next comment says, y'all seem so butthurt. And I didn't think we did. Like we were, like we literally were just document. We didn't give a fuck. We weren't the people that were, that were going in on her on Twitter. Yeah, I don't think I mentioned her name once the day that. That was going down. <laughs> Someone by the name of Joe Biden's said <laughs> she ain't do nothing wrong. Okay. <laughs> uh, she did say she did. I'll be honest. She did say some very. Uh, uh, she was towing the, the line. She was towing she, the racist line. Andy does. She probably, but not in a joking manner. She probably crossed. I'd say she crossed the line. Yeah, because she probably meant the shit. Oh, she the, for sure the, did. The way she was tweeting. She for shit. sure did. Um, That's why I said in the pod, I was like, fucking apology. You meant it in 2014. Say it with your chest. Someone else said, y'all so mad. It was actually hilarious. I said, hilarious. Your standards are weak as fuck. <laughs> I am getting Loki a little mad in the comments. <laughs> uh, I was down for every one of those tweets except the last one someone said. Down for them? <laughs> right? Right? Like... <laughs> Down for them. Like some of them are pretty bad. Um, someone said, I mean, I mean, when you come last in the division every year and get back to back number one overall picks, then this is the result you get. I get it. The Jacks suck. Like that's I don't give a fuck. Uh you know it's a good joke when people genuinely get mad. I don't think anyone was actually mad. Um, you guys sound upset. That was funny. That was a funny jab at a team that went three and fourteen. For their season, I don't think we went three and fourteen. I think we went. Uh, I think we won three. Oh, we did. Yeah, that was two. Colts, Dolphins. Colts. Oh yeah, three. Um, Bills. It's a great joke. Y'all seem to need it for content, huh? Yeah, and it worked. So, <laughs> um, y'all are reaching. How did he so confidently answer Marlins? Oh, yeah. He, oh. <laughs> he said the player was on the Marlins. Bruh, in the pod, I looked it up during the podcast, and I said I said I was wrong. I don't think you heard uh, me, though. How did he so confidently answer <laughs> Marlins? And I looked it up, and it was the Seattle Mariners. Someone said, "We y'all are way too soft for the sports world. It was a lighthearted joke, and you are trying to cancel her with previous tweets. Not That's us. So good. All right. I ain't trying to cancel. Like, anybody. this it wasn't even a good joke. Someone else said, that's a good dig, to be honest. What? 
It wasn't that good. Yeah, and I'm no, not even, the, I'm, I'm like, not even mad. Yeah, if, if I don't think I didn't watch our TikTok honestly, but if wow, if the if the joke, the previous joke that I mentioned about the New Year's ball dropping was in that clip, I think it was. Then what the fuck? We told we told you that that joke was well timed, but this one was not. So we gave her her props for being effective on one front, but wasn't fucking with this one. Yeah. Uh, what else I got? A moment of silence for Euphoria. Uh-oh. Came to a close Sunday. Oh, it's done done? Yeah, people Finally. canceling their HBO Max accounts. Thank God. I am still on season two. I'm like three episodes in. Bro, it took you, how long is it, it took you to rewatch the first not, season? Like, when I watched, when the first season came out, I was so into it. But rewatching it, I'm like, I don't really care for any of these characters. And I hate Rue. She just like, every time she's on camera, it's just like, sucks the life out of you. But yeah, sorry, can't. Uh, yeah, I know. Can't, can't rebuttal to euphor- euphoria talk. Um, here's something that uh, always adds a little spice to the to the podcast. We are the kings of the weekend. Kings of the weekend. I have a queen of the weekend. Is my Airbnb host. From this past week at the Honda Classic. So usually during the Honda Classic, hotels during the event skyrocket naturally. Because a lot of people go to this event. A lot of locals go to the event. So I'm looking at hotel prices. They're ranging from anywhere from 250 to 700 per night at a hotel in the area. So I go to Airbnb. Like I mentioned to you Jags fans who want to go to Canton. And... I found an Airbnb. It was a shared room inside of the home. So I had my own private bedroom, but was sharing, you know, the living space with the host. And it was inside the golf resort community. So, you know, golf, how golf courses have, you know, the neighborhoods inside of them. It was one of those. White, I know. And, and it was a seven minute walk to the golf course every day. There's like a little route, a bridge I could take. I showed Andy every day, like I walked past the tennis courts, do 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 do, into the um, golf resort every day for my my job. But I'm gonna read the review I left her because she was so nice, and then talk about her after. So I said, Jeanette's place was awesome. I don't know why there isn't a picture of her next to the word wholesome in the dictionary. <laughs> I came, I I wanted to write this kind of like how some of you guys write reviews for us with like just sincere. Uh, okay. Humility. I thought you were going to say like her titties were bouncing. No, okay, no. I, I meant like the one Hunter left us that was heartfelt about making friends, lifelong <laughs> friends and shit. So I'm going to read that line again because it was cute. I don't know why there isn't a picture of her next to the word wholesome in the dictionary. Imagine you're reading this on Airbnb. <laughs> like, damn, I'll book this bitch. Uh, so bitch. I, I can't, <laughs> she listens. <laughs> I came down to work the four day Honda classic tournament and hotels were sky high. Wow. Just what I said. When I saw this place, I figured since it's right on the golf course, I can walk to work, work each day. So I'll stay here with her. She happened to be going to the tournament for the first time, so I got to share all of my knowledge about it with her. She was very welcoming, breakfast out for me each morning, calm backyard looking out at the lake, and a well-behaved shepherd. If Airbnb had an award show for top hosts, I would nominate her a hundred times over. 
Wow. Yes. This that was, is, that's going to get her some business. That was, Has uh, she messaged you since then? No, that was, when was this, Monday, I think. Um, but, yeah, she was very nice. I, was, I guess it was a bed and breakfast. I had never stayed at a bed and breakfast before, but she had breakfast out for me every morning on her kitchen counter. Just something light. Like one month, one morning it was uh, berries and uh, English muffin with cream cheese. Another morning it was an apple fritter with an apple. Um, she left a cup next to it if I wanted coffee. And it was just great because she had never, she's like she stays in this house, but it's an Airbnb rental. Because her main house is in North Carolina on the beach. It's like a big beach house in North Carolina. So she uses this one for her Florida getaway. And she usually isn't there during the Honda Classic Tournament. But she decided to stay this year and go for the first time. So here I come, somebody that's actually worked the event and is going to work it again for four days. So I get to tell her all about it and what to expect. And she was watching the golf tournament on TV to get more information about it. So she was really into it more than I am. Like, I didn't know anything about the golfers. And she's talking to me about, did you see the leader, like, choke on the last three? I'm like, not really, but kind of. I'm not really watching golf, but... She went to the event on Saturday, had a great time. We talked about it, and it was just—it was a very wholesome Airbnb experience, I'll say. And um, I, I will never be shy to share an Airbnb space with someone when I see that they have decent reviews. I always got to do my due diligence with the reviews, but she was a great one, and that's probably the third time that I've ever shared an Airbnb with somebody. The other times were in San Antonio and Washington, D.C., but this was a good one. So if you guys are not shy and you can handle you know, living in the same house as somebody, then I recommend it because you might make some memories with that person. I did this once in Brooklyn, but she didn't speak much English, so not many memories were made. Uh, but she did make us some, a few um, meals. Tostones. Yeah, it's it mainly like it's mainly snacks and breakfast. Gotcha. Um, yeah, but like when I was leaving, she was like, "Let me know if you're ever in North Carolina so I can meet you and your girlfriend." Because she's got this huge house really? in North Carolina. It's it's massive. Is it's on the beach? Yeah, in North Carolina. We should go. I'm down. I would. Yeah, we should go. I'll send the listing after this. Is it? An Airbnb, or would we just hang with her? It's an Airbnb. Oh, like, okay. Several bedrooms. I so. thought it would be like a situation. I thought you guys were cool now, and you guys are just friends. Oh. She's inviting you over. Could be, too. Um. So, speaking of golf, we should inquire about tickets for TPC. Players? Yeah. It's next week. Or, sorry, not next week, but in... Yeah. Next weekend. It's the 10th through the 13th. Yeah. All right. Nice. Oh, you wrote that in. I have that same date here. Well, I knew because everybody was talking about it at the tournament because uh, Honda Classic is a party, but people were saying the players is like yeah. 10 times bigger party. And I won't be able to, to believe it until I see it. And I had tickets to the players last year What for one of the days. But last year, as you guys know, was it last year? No, 2020. When COVID first hit, because that was around the same time that all the leagues were canceling their shit, I had a ticket to Saturday. So the first mm. day of the players, it was like midway through the 
through the event and they said, no more fans allowed. We're not going to have any more fans for the rest of the weekend, for the rest of the tournament. And they sent, and they're like, all the people that had hospitality tickets that were there on the first day had to finish all the liquor because they weren't giving out any more the next, uh, for the rest of the weekend. People people were telling me about this at the Honda Classic because they were there. And they were like, yo, they told us we can't come back for the rest of the weekend, so we were fucking hammered drinking all the liquor for the rest of the day. Oh, I forgot you're steering your thing. It wouldn't be that much fun if you don't drink. But I was going to say, we should get, I bet Dailies could do something with us to the players since it's local. Well, I, I had hoped they were hospitality tickets. I'll have to ask Haley because I don't want to do GA. I got to have that. You're talking about the players? Yeah. I got to have that experience where I can go into the. <sighs> The the vi- I don't know the layout, but I know at the Honda Classic. There's you know venues you can yeah. go in and there's yeah, bars and shit and all that. You could be 21 and over, and there's a party and all that. So if it's like that at the players, and yes, I would like tickets to see that event because better golfers go to the players because the purse is bigger. People will skip Look the at Honda you Classic with your verbiage. The purse. People will skip the Honda Classic because it's so close to the players, and that is a much more prestigious tournament than the Honda Classic. So that's another reason why it's a big party. A lot of A-list golfers participate in that event. So I did ask one of my friends who works at TBC if he had tickets, but he may only have a couple GA. I was like... Well, GA is still fun. Don't turn them down. If that's all we can get, we should go. All right. I'll ask again. Uh, My King of the Weekend is actually a president, Ukrainian president, Zelensky. Uh, just the quotes that have come out and the pictures of him over the weekend, like, come on, man's a badass. Like, what president is going to fight along your... It's like it's like going down with the ship, but they might not go down. We'll see. Uh, my favorite quote is when uh, his... And, and some of the things, it's like it's becoming like... He's becoming like a Chuck Norris type mm. character that some things that are said, I'm like... I'm taking with a grain of salt because did he actually say that? But this one was sourced to AP and the United States apparently request, uh, uh, offered to evacuate him. And his re his response was, I need ammunition, not a ride. Unbelievable. That is, that's just amazing. And my second King of the weekend, uh, actually is I'm going to call him King of the weekend, even though he only gave us one star. On Apple Podcasts, I read every review, and you're King of the Weekend if you review us. This comes uh, from, you know, we always have Tyler McWilliams on the pod. This comes from his brother, TJ. TJ. This is TJ McWilliams. His his, uh, title says, Greatest Pod Ever. He said, I've been listening to this pod for a little over four years now, and every time I get a notification for when an episode comes out, I still get a little moist. From outrageous sports takes to porno skits, I'm never left feeling unsatisfied. There's never been a mid. There's never been a mid. Sorry. Do it. Takes a little while to get into it. mid. (laughs) There's never been a mid episode thanks to the daddies. Hashtag done and drew for life. But only one star. Very weird. (laughs) He actually tweeted us saying like he was super sorry. Yeah. But it was very funny. It was. Like how did I He was like, How that? the fuck did I do that? So unfortunately the guy that works at TPC that I know has two for Friday. If you 
you'd have to take off. I'll ask around for a weekend. Um, not much NFL news going on, but we have the NFL Combine this week. So I'm going to do my very best. Normally, I don't give a flying fuck about this part of the offseason. But because I'm so heavily invested in the future potential success of my NFL team, and we're not in the mud anymore. We are, but, you know, there's potential here. The potential is fucking here right now until it's not. So I'm going to be on my shit looking at this combine shit all week. I'm here all week, finally. I don't have much booked for the month of March, so I'll probably be here a while. Unless, you know. Stay saying that. Unless Levi's comes through. You know, I'd be getting ahead of myself because shit, you know, it comes up. But right now, the calendar empty. I might visit in Ohio well, at once. But NFL Combine Week, franchise tag deadline, free agency, new league year, all this month. Legal tampering begins March 14th. The free agency Ooh. begins March 16th. Oh, I can't wait for all of that. It's it's officially the start of 2022. You know, January, February, they were preseason months. Now we're getting into the thick of things, especially because – your taxes are due, but let me chill. I have to get those done. <laughs> yeah, do that. You, we need Dun and Drew's taxes. Whoa, done too. whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh no, low, we staying low key on that. <laughs> chill. Um. Hey, speaking of the combine, guess which school had the most players invited to this year's combine with fourteen. This is not a trick question, is it? Uh. Let I me get a hint. Could. Let what is it going to be? NC State. I don't know. I Oregon. Like, I feel like you wouldn't ask this unless there's some sort of twist. Yeah, that's what you think. Let's see what your answer is. <laughs> if you get it wrong, we're stopping the pod. Wow, that's extreme. Penn State. That's our show. Pod's over. <laughs> Penn State. Seriously? I thought that's why you would ask, bro. Come on, Penn State. Why would you ask that if it wasn't? First of all, if you're using Big, Big Ten, <laughs> why would you use Penn State? Because when you ask me shit, I like to think about why. Why? Why? Why would he ask that? Is it Bama? Nope. Oh. Ohio State. No. Thank God. I would have left. <laughs> 14 players invited the combine. Hmm. Let me think. Who won the tournament? The <laughs> tournament. I'm thinking of March Madness. Um, didn't Bama get a ring again? Oh, my God. You are so washed. I am. My memory is going. What's the point of even winning the the natty if no one even remembers? (laughs) (laughs) If I don't remember, what's the point? People yelling at their phone right now or their car. Do, 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 do. What are you trying to think of right now? I'm trying to think of who's in the playoff. <laughs> you don't know who won the ch- national championship? It was Bama, but I'm trying to think of who it was. It was not Bama. Oh, Georgia. <laughs> yeah, I'm washed. <laughs> Georgia leads the NFL Combine with the most invitees with 14. Yeah. That was harder, guys, than I thought it was going to be. I'm sorry. I'm sorry as well. <laughs> <laughs> I was Georgia was not this a NASCAR in podcast. Yeah, it is. Oh shit, NASCAR baby! 
we here. Well, I don't know why I wrote all this. I didn't even watch the race. Uh, <laughs> let's see what this says. Uh, so this is what I wrote. I'm on an individual road to conquer every sport. Oh, I guess I am. Just did golf for the third year. Oh, I did reach out to some sponsors that work with NASCAR to see if there's anything that we could do or me if Andy doesn't give a fuck. But, oh, I would love to do something with NASCAR. Um, I love NASCAR. I haven't got very far in those efforts. I got Bush Light that sent me an influencer package with the wrong size clothes, and then they ghosted me after I told them that. Um, I said, fuck you, Nick. Be grateful. <laughs> Be grateful you even got something, boy. And then, <laughs> I mean, we really not getting <laughs> I reached out to... The official motor coach partner of NASCAR, I just I literally went to NASCAR's website of sponsors and just found people that I could DM and be like, hey, this is what I do. Um, so I guess this motor coach sponsor said they can connect me with one of their converter partners that's on site with a show coach. And they could potentially show me around and give me a tour and I could do some filming or whatever if I go to a race that they're at. But... Other than that, I have no leads for a relationship with NASCAR. Although, at the Daytona 500, my dad and I were just standing in the pit road in front of Bubba Wallace's car before the race started. And I had, you know, I had on my black NASCAR jacket that makes me look official. So people think I'm somebody. So a lot of people were coming up to me thinking that we're part of Michael Jordan's team and shit. And McDonald's was there, like the McDonald's marketing team, because Bubba had just released this new... Um, partnership, I guess, this collab with their merch and all that. And he was driving the McDonald's car. So one of the ladies from McDonald's marketing saw my dad and I standing there and came and started a combo with us and told her what I did and told her I would reach out to her. She said she would reach out to me, but I knew she wouldn't because that's how it goes. So I got her number or her name and I just reached out her t- out to her today to remind her who I was. So, and she's a black lady. So, you know, that's always a plus when I'm trying to do things in the industry, but McDonald's would be a good step into doing something with NASCAR, but NASCAR, man, hard, hard industry to break into. Like my current contact that always gets me into the 500. She just had a baby. So she's kind of like on leave right now, but the next people up, they're not doing any good, but that's just the behind-the-scenes story of the NASCAR grind. Anyway, bubble crashed this week, so mm. um, there will be no top 10 for him. But I'll, I'll pay attention to NASCAR when I am home for the races. I was occupied this past race. But um, I'll have to look at the schedule and flight prices to see what tracks that I want to visit this year because I did want to hit two to three outside of Daytona because I've always been to Daytona, so... If you guys are NASCAR fans and you have any recommendations other than Bristol, because I know that's a very popular one to go to, a little night race in the short track, let me know because I'd like to expand my NASCAR horizons. But Bubba, do better. He goes from second place to crashing. All right, going around the NFL, tell me what you think, Eric, about your big Kyler Murray fan. Tell me what oh, you th- oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Hold up. I'm only a Kyle Murray fan when he is performing for my fantasy team. Outside of that, I don't give a fuck. Did you read his 
do you know what's going on between him and the Cardinals? Because I saw his uh, release, his statement. And that was way too long for me to give a fuck about. So I, I am in the same it. boat. I saw the statement and I did not read a single word because it was tiny and I didn't want to zoom it in. It was so it. tiny. <laughs> like him. I didn't want to oh. I didn't want to zoom in to read it, so I didn't read it. I just understand that Kyler is looking for an extension with the team and they're not budging or they're dragging their feet with it because they don't think he may be the future of their franchise or some shit like that. That's all I got from this so far. Is that the case? I I don't know. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. I didn't read it. <laughs> Let me just see. But why I, is why would he be putting a, a statement out if so? If, this is this is what I, remember when he deleted like pictures on his Instagram. The God, he wrote so oh, yeah. small. Come on, man! Oh, my God, that is this. so long. All right, this is what I would do in school. This shit longer than the shit we write in here. Statement: Kyler's agent. Uh, Kyler wants to be direct, loyal Cardinals. Uh, da, 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 da. he absolutely wants to be your long-term quarterback. He desperately wants to win the Super Bowl. Um, who doesn't? Despite oh, and that paragraph is just way too. No, <laughs> why are we I'm so not, lazy to report this Kyler Murray? I'm shit? not doing that. Looking ahead to order consistently compete for championships. Not reading that either. Um, yeah, we just don't know what's going on between Kyler and the Cardinals because we <laughs> refuse to read it. You guys will have to tune into a Cardinals podcast. Yeah. If you care. The last line says, Kyler remains hopeful that the organization ch- chooses to commit to... So... <sighs> Kyler remains hopeful that the organization chooses to commit so that he can continue leading the Cardinals to further success... So basically, it's this situation where he wants a contract extension. It looks like, and he knows that he's like how he played. That um, he needs one sooner rather than later. Uh, that's not that's not true. But he played like <laughs> shit in the playoffs. So I'd be asking for one. I don't know. Would I ask for one now? I guess he's. I guess he's. He. he they put together a good enough season this year that. He can, he can capitalize. They're progressing, I guess. Because wasn't this their first, this was his first postseason. Yeah, God, they look so bad. He looks so bad in that playoff game. But I guess Kyler Murray's like, damn, we were so good to start. So maybe I deserve something. But like, once the, to be fair, he lost Hopkins later in the season. <laughs> Bless you. He lost Hopkins. Losing Hopkins would affect any quarterback, especially when you're 5'6". But Dang, you roasting my guy. Used to be big fans. Yeah. Well, when you lose the fantasy championship, I didn't even start him in that. Started Burrow. But good. But um Yeah, this this is out of our pay grade. This is Cardinals football. And if we're not talking fantasy, I'm sorry, Kyle. I don't want to talk. I just, I just don't care about you. You'll find a team somewhere if the Cardinals don't want you. Because you're definitely a starter in the NFL. That much we know. I'll take. Oh. Did you see um, Sean McVay apparently turned down a five-year, $100 million TV deal? I did see that. What the fuck? Why Why is that? Is that bad? Why would... What if you... Well, are, there not, coach? Well, are there not enough, like retired people that these networks could go after why are you going after a super winning head coach number one number two why would he step away from coaching this right. early in his career and i couldn't imagine why is that a storyline and i couldn't even imagine sean mcveigh 
being at the desk. How do they how do they assume that he's good at TV? Like that much money you're going to offer him? Like you're just we're just offering anyone if they I don't know, like maybe it was a battle of the executives trying to pull him away from the Rams. That's just what a weird like aren't there other names that we could pull away from like has John Harbaugh ever gotten an offer to Sean McVay is so random. Like, did did Sean Payton ever get this offer when he was a coach? Like, why now? This man just won a Super Bowl. Don't take him out of the league. His voice. I started to. His voice annoying. I started to hate Sean. Hate. Sorry. Yeah, that's a. I'm rude. Very strong. I don't hate this man. I just started to get annoyed by him because of his voice. Very high-pitched, squeaky voice for a tiny man. All the interviews they were doing with him in Super Bowl. Shut up, Sean McVay. Go coach. Fuck. Get off my screen. Yeah, I'm not a big fan either. But congrats on your bowl, I guess. But yeah, I couldn't I couldn't imagine him at a round table doing Fox pregame. <laughs> no. Bill Cower. Kill me. Also, it's so weird that people think that Tom Brady isn't officially retired. Like he retired, but maybe he just retired from the Bucks. I think he's done done. You? Yeah, why would he yeah, why would he do that announcement that he did? Video pet like he's done. Yeah. That means done. But Arians was asked if Tom Brady wanted to if that if Tom Brady wanted to come back but with another team, would he accommodate? And what that means is Tom Brady has another year on his contract. Would the Bucks let him go somewhere? And Arians replied, Nope. That would be bad business. And while I don't think Brady's coming back, why would you say no? And why would you say that like why would you say that's bad business? This man is the greatest quarterback of all time, chose your team, chose you as a head coach, and won you a Super Bowl. And you wouldn't accommodate for him? Like surely this is a special situation. If Tom Brady comes back, he's only playing for the Bucks. What if Tom Brady come, came back and wanted to play for an, for a different team? Like, that's just come on. He won you a title. If he wanted to, this is so stupid to talk about because he's not coming back. So next topic. Giants are willing to to take calls on Saquon. Oh, about time. I saw this. I was like, damn, Saquon has fallen so far from yeah. grace. Like he was an amazing college player. Like I don't I've never been inside the College Football Hall of Fame, but I'm sure he's got to be in there in some capacity. Fucking injuries, man. And he was he was supposed to be as good as Christian McCaffrey is before, you know, they both started becoming injury prone. But those fucking knees of his, man, like he's they call him say quads for a reason. He's got insanely massive legs. Like Maurice Jones Drew esque legs. But this man just can't stay healthy. So But maybe Maybe if he is on a different team, because they are the Giants. Like they haven't they haven't been successful since the Eli days. So maybe if Saquon finds himself on another team that knows how to block in the run game or use him efficiently in the screen game, that he can have a great career or a mid to good career. But the Giants, I feel like they should part ways with him. They're not doing him any justice, and I want to see Saquon do something. Maybe finish out 
the season in its entirety, at least one year. So we That's can bad. so we can see the real Saquon come to life. Mm. It is his bad, but Maybe there's something in that Giants building that's making him fuck himself. I don't know. But I am ready to see him off the Giants. Give me a new uni. Even though I do have a Saquon Giants jersey, but shit, it was free. I'll burn the shit. Or if you're listening, Darius, I'll return it. Jeez, Darius, a good guy. <laughs> uh, so with this combine here, we have NFL GMs being addressed by the media for the first time in a little bit. So one of them was uh, the Texans. Texans GM Nick Casario was asked about Deshaun Watson's status. Of course he was. The question was, what is the status of Deshaun Watson's situation with the Texans? He said, I would say that I would say that situation, we've talked about this with our group, we're day-to-day in terms of handling that. Once the information becomes more relevant or prevalent, then we'll handle it accordingly. My philosophy from the beginning has always been to do the right thing by the Houston Texans organization. We're going to continue to do that here moving forward. How much of a strain has Deshaun Watson's situation had on you and the Texans organization? Casario said, I think the only strain is a discussion that you all had. You guys have probably spent more time on it than we have, I think. Once once the season started, our focus being... Going back to last season was kind of on our team, yada, yada, yada. So, basically, they're not thinking about him. I was talking to somebody about the Watson situation at the Honda Classic, and I was like... That's random. I was, yeah, I guess NFL came up a couple of times. I was like, Deshaun Watson is not going to be back in the league. He was like, why? I was like, because he's dealing with the fucking allegation shit. There's no way in hell he's coming back to the league. That's fucking dead in the water. I don't know why people keep bringing his name up as potential starting quarterback job for their team. He's not coming back, and if he does, it's not going to be for a little while. So get that out of your head. Deshaun Watson's not coming to your team. I know he great quarterback. You know, he gave the Texans their playoffs, but sorry. You 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 got your allegations. You got to you got to face the consequences if there are any coming. Don't nobody knows what's going on with that. And what's going on with the Brian Flores situation? How's that progressing? I haven't heard anything. He's on the Steelers. Is he? You missed that? Yes. What the fuck? He, uh, he's their linebackers coach. Yeah. Um, Did we talk about that? No, that may have been your week off. But uh, Tomlin hired him. Interesting. From one brother to... <laughs> <laughs> I laughed a little too up? hard at that. Um, <laughs> you laughed, which gave me the pass. <laughs> I was hoping you'd laugh. If you didn't, would have had to delete that from the clip. Mike Tomlin, my boy. Now we got Mike Tomlin, Lovey Smith. This old news, though, so don't dwell on it. And that's it. Yeah, I'm just thinking about Flores. I'm glad he got a job. Of course it was Tomlin. Otherwise, yeah. Um, NBA news. John Morant, MVP. Really? I watched him drop 52. Just from one game you on my call MVP? Well, no. He's been fucking a dog all year from, dog. from highlights I've seen. He, If this was 2012, you would be a fan of him because you were a big fan of D-Rose. He plays like D-Rose. There's no one. Don't you fucking say that again. He plays like D-Rose. Don't fucking say that. Watch the highlights. 
from the Spurs game. Bro, the the leaps that people, the dunks that people are doing these days, it's like it makes every old dunk. It puts all of it to shame. It's like the the athlete, no dunk, no no dunk that's tweeted on the timeline can move me, can shake me. Like they show they show people getting posterized. I'm like. Yeah, you tune on, tune in any game. You'll see that. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah, you, you're saying it's all all been done. Yeah, it's all, all been done before. Been all posters have been done. But I, like, still, I, I have get, every poster. I still get a little excited for poster dunks. It's I, the, it does nothing. It's so weird. It does nothing for me. Interesting. I just well, I think fucking John ja Moran is MVP right now, and he's he plays like D Rose. He's explosive. He's he can fly like a motherfucker. He's a passer. He can shoot. Facilitator, he's just all around great point guard. And it sucks for Zion because they were talking about Zion being like the next star. And he got drafted right before Ja. Yeah. And nobody really was, really was talking about Ja in the draft. And now, what is this, year three now? And he has turned into a fucking star. Like he made the all star game and he has the Grizzlies. The Memphis Grizzlies at three seed in the West. And that's as much as NBA as I give a fuck about right now until playoffs. But I will be watching Ja and I'll be watching the Grizzlies. But I still think the finals will be Warriors. And I don't think the Suns will beat the Warriors in a seven-game series. I think it's going to be the Warriors and you'll have to wait for my East pick because the East is. You're not going to just say Bucks? No, because East is uh, up for grabs, I think. <sighs> per use. Are we ending soon? Or no? In about seven, unless you want to end now. Um, we should end now because we have voicemails. All right. All right, our first call is from Bryson in Houston. What up, Don Andrew? This is Bryson. Calling out of Houston, here at the University of Houston. I uh, just had three things I wanted to talk about, and one of those being a question for Andy. And I'll start with that. Uh, Andy, are you still into Alabama hemp products? Like, are you still making uh, the website for them and everything like that? Uh, secondly, um, I know y'all are talking shit about Mike McDaniel. I guess the Dolphins coach. I'm not really a fan of the Dolphins, of course, but to play at Houston. I don't know why everybody hates him. I mean, it seems like I know he's a quirky guy, but he seems like a pretty cool guy at the same time. I don't know. Maybe that's just my my Gen Z coming out of me. I mean, we kind of like that weird stuff, quirkiness. But that's for sure. I mean, I'm really rooting for the guy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why everybody hates him, but hopefully they can do good and Tua can take a next step. I mean, we'll see. I'm running out of time here, so I'll fit the next one in my second message. All right, one message, everyone, guys. One <laughs> message. Uh, the, yeah, I'm rooting for the Dolphins coach too. I don't hate him. I just no. I just I just we just didn't know why he was an option since he didn't really. Yeah, never heard of the guy. Yeah, I don't know where he, where that came from. Um, in Alabama, him. I also don't think he's. I don't think he's going to do well. I just don't see him. Ref- I don't see him really any players. Um, X's and O's guys though. X and X is an O guy though. I think he's he's probably really good at. Yeah, weird they talking about Alabama hemp. I just had a meeting with them. Um, the website. I'm looking for something other than WordPress and WooCommerce to host the site, but it's hard to find something like I want Shopify, but sh- you can't sell Delta Eight on Shopify, and we have Delta Eight, which gives you like the same well, almost. A, 
the same kind of high as like a edible of Delta nine, like your normal weed edible, but like you can still operate, you know, you maybe mm. go to work the same day. Um, but yes, Alabama hemp Use the code done and drew at checkout. I'm sure there's some kind of discount there. Um, oh, now I guess now I get the discount. Well, after I, purchased. I, I, I messaged you, <laughs> but you'd already made the purchase. Well, I will go get some gummies now with that code. So, yeah, we got Delta 8 gummies. Uh, we got CBD oil. We got CBD oil for dogs. We got CBD hand, bar, hand soap. Um, go check it out. AlabamaHempProducts.com. Muscle salve. Your boy runs the site. Yes. You're making bands out here with hemp. Uh, next, next call. Uh, my next question is if y'all are ready for March Madness, I'm sure y'all are. Um, nope. <laughs> I'm really hoping my Houston Cougars, we go back to the final four. <laughs> no, it's going to be a little bit hard. Uh, we basically I'm run hard. an eight, nine man rotation. Our, our two best players are, have been out since January, December. So it's going to be tough. Um, I mean, we're number 14. So, I mean, we have like the range of a three to four seed. Not sure which region we'll get, but I'm really hoping to go back to the final four. <laughs> uh, it'd be fun to actually be here at school and witness all of that and see how the, the campus, how we, how we pop out after that. Pop thing. out. So, uh, hope you are doing well. Pop off. Um, can't wait for y'all to record and Hello. I love you both. Whoa. Y'all have a good week. All right. Bye-bye. Love you too, Bryson. Can't wait for March Madness. Can't wait. Can't wait for TBS, TNT. Oh, we're not True ready, TV. though. We're not ready. Love True TV. USA. No, I don't think they're on USA Network. Uh, CBS. CBS, True, TBS, TNT. We'll be watching, but we're not ready. <laughs> that bracket going to be busted by 12 p.m. <laughs> my bracket's busted. Oh, I'm busting on my bracket. Uh Diesel checking in. Diesel. Diesel got? Yo, what's going on? Don't oh, Drew, it's Diesel. Shit. Just checking in. It's Monday. I know y'all usually record on Tuesdays, so usually. I thought I'd put up a voicemail. I just watched the Patreon. It was good to talk to you guys. I've been wanting to talk to you guys for a while, so that was cool. Why you um, So now, since NFL is over, we got NBA. Um, my Celtics are playing really well. I'm excited for the playoffs. Good to see. Uh, I would love to see Warriors versus. I don't know. Shit, I'm rambling. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, fucking NASCAR is cool. So that's cool. So that's for the sports. And then, <laughs> so how are y'all doing this week? How y'all feeling? How's the Dunn and Drew life? All right, I'll let y'all go. Roll Tide, and uh, yeah. I'm dead how he said, my Celtics are rolling. I would love to see Warriors. I don't know. <laughs> how about your Celtics? <laughs> yeah. I'm dead. I'm dead. Jinx. Jinx. I'm good. I'm good, Diesel. Diesel, you're, you're pretty expensive right now, but I'm, I'm doing all right. We're chugging along. Looking forward to playoffs. NBA playoffs. Get the, like they should shorten the NBA season back to 60-something. 82 is too many. Way too many. So we had two calls from Bryce, and now here's a call from Bryce. Yo, what's up, Dun and Drew? This is Bryce calling from Ohio. Uh, calling in because I saw the uh, tweet 
uh, saying, call in about your, your take about the Jags and the Raiders playing in the Pro Football Hall of Fame game. First oh, off, congrats. It's pretty dope on that. Uh, second off, Thanks. if you guys do actually um, get tickets or come up or something, we'll definitely have to uh, to link up because I live in Canton now. I have an apartment, and I shit you not, the Pro Football Hall of Fame is a 10-minute drive from my apartment. It's literally only 2.1 miles, so Specific. that'd be pretty cool to meet up with you guys if you guys do come. Um, I would offer you guys to stay here. That way you don't have to get money for a hotel or nothing like that. But obviously you guys might not be down for that because you guys really don't know me. Like, I totally understand. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if you guys come up, love to be able to meet uh, you guys in person. That'd be pretty dope. No. (laughs) We don't know you like that. We ain't trying to meet you. We don't know you like that. Shit, I'll stay in your basement, boy. Bro, I'll stay in your bed. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. We meet strangers all the time. You don't stab me and I make it out alive. Great. If I don't, I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) Which is even better. Okay. Next call, please. That's it. That's all we got. Oh, damn. Are you sure? That's it. I feel like you'd be skipping some. Oh, I wish. I would, but not this time. We get emails every time there's a voicemail. And I swear, I've seen at least seven come through that shit. So either Andy Hoen and listen to him on his own. I don't know what's going on, but something I didn't mention about chill Delta eight. When I was in St. Augustine for my birthday, went into this smoke shop and I remember the Delta eight gummies that Alabama hemp had. And one of them shits had me on my ass. So I go into the store. I'm like, Hey, you got any, got any Delta eight gummies? He's like, yeah, I got this brand. It's pretty well-known and good, so I purchased some. I take one to see if it has the same effect, and it does. And I'm, I'm blown because this, this, stuff's, this stuff's apparently one grade below the regular THC, but it works just as well, but it's legal. It's illegal in other states. But Yeah, it's, it's like it works just like regular weed for me, but... I- I actually am kind of nervous. If you guys know about Delta 8, and if you think I can get arrested for selling this online, please let me know. Because as far as I know, from the business op, the big the owner, and then what I know about Florida laws, I'm, ch- I'm fine. Mm-hmm. But I have seen that they have shut down and arrested people that have been selling this online. So if you guys have any info, let me know. I think you're in the like I, I always wondered because I see these stories about people going to prison and I'm like, there's no there's no way I would last in prison. There's no fucking way that there's any universe in which I go to prison. <laughs> and I'm like, what could I be doing right now that could put me in prison? And right now, I can think of two things. And one of them is uh, this Delta eight. Like, what if it does land me in prison? What's the other? <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk on it. I'm just kidding. Understandable. Understandable. <laughs> but, hey, I'm an advocate for Delta 8. Delta Ocho, I'm going to call it Delta Ocho. Because that shit be, ooh, I'm about to hit one after this damn call, boy. Call. Pod. Sorry. That shit be working. And I'm a big-ass dude. But I don't smoke. See, that's the thing. If you guys are avid smokers, if y'all chiefing every day, it's not going to work for you. Maybe it will. You just going to have to test it for yourself. But. 
I take one 10 milligram Delta eight gummy. It takes a while to, to kick in. It takes a good 45 minutes before I even hit something. But when it hits is all at once, you're like sober, sober, sober. And then boy, you high as shit from the Delta eight. So if you're not a regular smoker like myself, not like I'm not a regular smoker. That's what I mean. Then get you some Delta eight Alabama hemp sponsoring this podcast. You're watching on uh, YouTube. We got uh, a Walter update. You can see the size difference from last week. He weighs about twice as much as he did when he got here. And that's that's it. Does he really? I can't tell. I got him at like eight. Well, you didn't see him right away, but I got him at like eight and a half pounds. He's at 15. You can feel it. I can feel it by picking him up. Here, look at the camera. Walter. Look at all the daddies. Walter. Don't bite me. Say bye, Walter. Say the, thanks for listening outro. to Dunn and Drew. <laughs> Can you give us a little bark? That's our show, guys. Make sure you share this episode with anybody that you give a fuck about. Watch us on YouTube.com slash Dunn and Drew. Sub to our Patreon to watch our interview with Diesel Dunn Collins. Get in our Discord. That's where all the magic happens. We're supporting Ukraine in there. Until next time, enjoy the combine, I guess. <laughs> this has been Dunn and Drew, baby. Bubba, give me a win.